Here we go. Another episode. Fantasy Football X Factor is in full effect. Today we discuss the NFC West, uh, Deshaun Watson, preseason week one, and a couple other things. But first, we have some breaking news. Um, I'm your host, Trey. I'm here with my co-host, JB. And let's get into it. JB, breaking news, breaking news. Yep, Yep. breaking news right out of the box here. First of all, hey, everybody, by the way, but let's jump right into this. Um, This is from Adam Schefter. We're recording this around 6 p.m., and this has been about 55 minutes ago. Um, Dolphins wide receiver Alan Hearns has a wrist injury that will require surgery, and he is expected to miss three months. Ouch. Ouch. Okay. Oh, shit. So this is not good on two fronts. Well, it's not good, quite, it's not good for Alan Hearns, of course. If you were thinking of drafting Alan Hearns, you could just basically forget about that now, pretty much. Because he's out until roughly Thanksgiving. Um... And for two, and it's also hurts two or two. Who, so, you know how much I love Tua. Tua is gonna be fine. I'm actually coming around on Tua. Uh huh. on Tua. Come to me, Trey. I've I've, I've been hearing good things about Tua. Mm-hmm. Now, this. Sucks for Alan Hearns. Mm-hmm. He was probably going to be the number one receiver. Yeah. Um, this is huge news though for Jalen Waddle and Will Fuller. Mm-hmm. Huge news. Yeah. For he them. So they get a they get a huge stock rise. Their stock has risen completely. So, if you're... I was going to say, and Devontae Parker, too, right? Is he still on there? I think so. Is he? Let me take a look. I'm going to look at the Dolphins right now. Uh, Let me see. Yeah, he played. He's still on the Dolphins. Yeah. Yeah, he's still there. I, I think he's on his way out, though. Yeah, it's going to be interesting with him. He's, I know he's causing a little bit of a ruckus, right? Not that I'm aware. Has there been any reports that he's causing a ruckus? I, I thought I heard maybe with one or two things that maybe he's causing a little bit. Uh, but just but now, who you know. knows? Everything might be changing now because he might now, he's going to have to be the probably the number one again. Yep. Uh, he just came back from the from the pop list, yeah. Which is which is the physically unable to practice list, right? Um, now he's gonna is, have to I, step it up. This is his last chance. Oh, I think so. At least in a Dolphins uniform, because he's 
28. He'll be he'll be 29 in January. This could be his last chance as a Dolphins wide receiver. And in the NFL, he's also ticking a little bit. Yeah, he, he might latch on somewhere, but it's it's not going to be for much. Mm-hmm. I think they've been expecting him to have a better career than he has had and uh, hasn't panned out. Yeah. I mean, he's had a good career. But he hasn't had that career that we all expected is probably the best way to describe it. What's their what's their uh let me see. Trying to figure out their schedule for when Alan Hearns comes back. Alright, so let's say today's the sixteenth, right? So let's take a look. Let's just say hypothetically, maybe he gets back a week or two soon. Could it happen? Yes. So let's just see. When he gets back, geez. I see the schedule gods did Dolphins no favors. Yeah, Patriots to start off, then Bills. Although, although remember, the Dolphins always play the Patriots weird. I don't yeah, know why. They they usually play them well at uh, home. They don't play them well on the road. That first yeah. game is that first game is on the road, so that's gonna be a tough right. one. The Bills well, are gonna they be have, a tough one. They have some favorability when Hearns is potentially possible to come back. So if he comes back by the seventh, they play the Texans. But I don't know if they'll rush him there because it's a short week there. Because then they got to play the Ravens on the 11th on a Thursday night. How, how many weeks after is that from from today? Today, that's that's about 11. So the question is, do you? He might come back might, against the Ravens. He could, or he's probably better bet would probably be he comes back against the Jets. I would think they'll prefer him to come back against. Uh, I would think they'll prefer him prefer him to come back against the Ravens. Yeah, because that clock's ticking. That's the problem. But <sighs> their schedule is tough. The second half of the schedule is not too bad def- when you think defensive wise. They get the Dolphins, the Panthers, the Giants. That could be a little tricky. The Jets again, the Saints. That's a tough. They got a tough schedule. Yeah, the Titans, but then they play the Patriots at home to finish. And we all remember, that's that's a wonky game. It's still a tough schedule. Oh, no, it's a, tough, it's a tricky schedule. Now, the Saints so- defense is a little suspect. They're going to need every yeah, they're gonna have to- body. Yeah, I mean that early part of the schedule. If I looked, I I didn't glance. Oh, that early part of the schedule could bury them, though. I'm telling you, it's a tough schedule. The whole year is a tough schedule. Yeah, that that yeah, that early part yeah, of the schedule could bury yeah, them. They, listen, 
they have the Patriots first, then the Bills, then they go on the road to the Raiders. Then That's they be hard. The Colts, okay, because Carson Wentz, Carson Wentz might come back. He might be back. Yeah, he could be. He could be back even earlier. That's so, yeah. Be, that's gonna be another tough one. The Bucks are gonna be a tough one. The Jaguars, the Jaguars are gonna probably be easy. The Falcons yeah, are easy. That's a that's a weird game though. Remember because they're playing at London. Which one? The um. Jaguars won. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Then, then they got the Bills. Then the oh. Texans are easy. They got mm. the Ravens. Then they got oh. the Jets. Will probably be easy. The Panthers. Who knows what they'll be? The Giants yeah. defense is, if they stay healthy, it's going to be amazing. It's still going to. Their offense is going to need some tinkering. Um, especially we'll on that offense. Especially on that offensive line. Oh. The, Jets, the Jets are going to be tough. Uh, the Saints at home, that's going to be a tough game. Then they go to the Titans at home. That's going to be, be a tough game. The Patriots are probably going to play them tough. It's, that's not easy. They, they got a fucking terrible schedule. Terrible schedule. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, that sucks. Yeah. Man, let's, let's move on to... Uh... We gotta do it. We gotta do it, man. We gotta I know. Do it. The the problem with this story is it's just getting worse and worse. I mean, let, let me introduce it. Go ahead, Deshaun Please Watson. Deshaun yeah. Watson again, again. But this time, sex trafficking has entered the picture, and it's a doozy. Give it to me, JB. Yeah, this this whole thing is just going from bad to worse. I mean, now he's staring at um, federal issues. Um, let's get to this. Yeah, I mean, this it, it's just going from bad to worse, and it's getting more and more disturbing by the second. Um. So if you didn't know, now, now we got subpoenas from um, the feds for possible human trafficking. Um, this story broke, I believe it was Friday night, I think it was, if I recall. I know it was that night. Sounds about right. Yeah, where basically now there's going to be, there's now subpoenas being issued. Um... And this is why this case has been delayed because now the feds are involved. And I mean, in addition, also the NFL is trying their damnedest to basically discredit the woman too, from what I'm hearing. That doesn't make things any better. But I mean, we shouldn't be surprised by this. So, yeah. I don't know if they're trying to discredit the woman. I, I I don't know what their protocol or what questions they need to ask to right. get the story. Some of the questions I heard were like, 
like I think they asked one woman like what were you wearing? Yeah. Like that's that has no right bearing on something that happened to her. Like what she wears should have no say in what ever occurred. Yeah, definitely. But here's here's the thing though also with the show. And uh, me and Trey have been talking about this for a couple of days now, of course. Deshaun Watson could have had everything. He was on the verge of being traded from the Texans to a team. I don't know which one. There was rumors about the Eagles. I don't know how true that was. I'm sure had none of this stuff came out, um, other teams would have been jumping at it at him, and probably jumping at the Texans, eventually they, I would have to believe they would would have lowered their asking price if nothing happened. And he was probably on the verge of winning multiple Super Bowls. Would, would that be fair? If he left the Texans? Yeah, if he left the Texans. If he left the Texans, yeah. Yeah. And now you did all this stupid fucking shit. Allegedly. Allegedly, thank you. And you might have ruined everything. And and not just your NFL career. Your life. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's not playing this year. He's not playing, period, if if this is true. Allegedly. Again, allegedly. Yeah, he's gonna be put on the commissioner's exempt list. Mm-hmm. Then when he comes off of it, he's going to be suspended. Mm-hmm. If he's found, if, like, because his conduct detrimental to the league. Right. And he's then he's like, Deshaun Watson's like, oh, why are you filming me? Um, because all the shit going on, that might have something to do with something. Like, you're the, you're the biggest fucking story in the league right now. Yeah. And fuck, waste of all. God, it's it's so fucking twenty five years old. It really is twenty five yeah. years old. If all and this he is great. He's done. He's done. Twenty five years old. It sucks. All this just sucks. Give me what he has at 25 years old. Seriously. When I he heard had, he, he, he would have had me. When That's what I'm pissed off most and of course, the other stuff too. I mean, I'm pissed off at this whole thing. Because he's a fucking idiot, allegedly. When I heard this story, I was sick to my stomach. Like, like, literally, like, sick to my stomach. I could not fathom. Like, I thought, yeah, okay, all the stuff with the massage therapist, it's gonna, it's gonna be bad. But eventually, the shit will go away. It'll go away. Mm-hmm. This shit on top of it, it ain't going away. It's not going away. He's done. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Unless they can prove that none of this shit is real, it's true. It's an uphill battle, I think. It really is. 
he's gonna struggle to find he I mean people he's gonna struggle to find a place to play. Mm-hmm. Because as if this continues, I mean he's a great talent. He's a great talent. Right. But who's gonna wanna bring in the baggage? He's gonna have to go into he's gonna have to do like Michael Vick type style uh rehabilitation. Mm-hmm. He's gonna have to rehabilitate his uh image. And then some. And then yeah, and then some. Mm-hmm. Tough. Tough. Yeah. I I just I, I just really don't want to be discussing this much anymore. And I know you don't either, but I'm I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready to move on from this from the whole fucking thing. Like But the pro but the problem is it's just not gonna go away. Nope. And that's the problem. During the season, this isn't going to go away either, and that's what really sucks. Any Houston Texans players that you guys are thinking about uh, drafting, do not draft don't. them. Just don't. We, we we discussed this in the AFC South preview. Save save yourself the trouble. The team's going to be the team's going to be horrific. Owen seventeen could very well be on the table. Save yourself the trouble. Yeah. Uh, well, on a happier note, I uh, guess. I mean, we, we touched on the Dolphins, but we have to kind of get back. We have to backtrack and go back to them because uh, there was a report out uh, yeah. that uh, they were going to go to a running back committee. Well, it wasn't said. Those words weren't said. But uh, the coach, Brian Flores, came out and said uh, that they're going to be using those the three running backs that they have. Mm-hmm. I forget who the fucking three running backs are. I don't know why I'm facing on this. Uh, oh, I know Salvin uh, Ahmed's there. Uh, Malcolm, Brown, Malcolm Brown. Miles mm-hmm. Gaskin, uh, Salvin Ahmed, those three are probably going to be sharing the ball. As far as I know, I assumed when I saw the tweet that it was going to be for the season, but I was told that the way it, he, uh, the way the coach said it, it was for the preseason. But this is something you still have to monitor because absolutely. No one wants to hear that all oh, three running backs are gonna be sharing the ball. Not even two. No you you, you cringe at that two. because it's that's no running back by committee. No one wants running back by committee. No one wants the no BC. That's those are the words that just put fear in you. Whenever you hear R B B C you so, run far, far away. And if you're and, and, and you wanna wait for Patriot running backs too. So monitor monitor this situation. If you're mm-hmm. interested in any of these Miami Dolphins running backs, please monitor the situation because and have a backup plan. Like last year with the Rams, it can go bad for you, and you don't want to be caught early in the season searching for running backs. Mm-hmm. Because 
Zeros are very low points in the early weeks. Yeah, that that that's not good. Nope. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on to the NFL. The NFL oh, has good old down. NFL. The NFL is cracking down on taunting. Like they really focused each year. They focus on something different. Mm-hmm. One year is pass interference. Another year is challenges. Uh, this year it just happens, happens <sighs> to be taunting. Yeah, the no fun league is back, people. So, <sighs> the one highlight I saw there was a 15 yard play. Mm-hmm. The running back got up. He kind of did. He did kind of did turn around and look down at the player. And kind of right. did, you know, kind of rolled his shoulders a little bit or something like that. It was nothing. Yeah, it could have been just like he he was he could have just been like you know I'm strong, get off me, you know. It wasn't really taunting, right? But if this shit is if this shit happens, it's gonna ruin. And I know I know right now they're gonna focus on it, but I'm sure during this during the season as it goes on, it's gonna wane off. It's gonna, mm-hmm. it's gonna, it's gonna dissipate. All the calls are gonna dissipate. So I'm not really uh, too worried yet. But if this continues through the middle of the se- of the season, then I'll start to worry. Yeah, and we will be bringing it up again if it like impacts the game. I mean, that's the part where I'm most afraid of. Um, I mean, like really, NFL, like this is what we're focusing on. Taunting. Look, now, if it gets a little out of hand, fine. I get that part. You have to, you should call that. But I mean, that play that Trey's referencing, I mean, come on. Seriously? What next? We're going to outlaw dancing in the end zone again? We're going to do that again? You know, celebrations in the end zone? No, no, no team celebrations. Yeah, we're we're gonna outlaw that again, because that went really well the last time we tried that. And look how quick the, back- the amount of backlash she had. I mean, seriously, we're human beings. When we make a play, let us celebrate a little bit. Yeah, as long as it's not egregious. Right, as long as it's not egregious. Like, okay, if your team's down thirty points, don't celebrate after you make a great attack or something or a sack. Seriously. That just looks bad. Yeah. But I mean, if it's a close game and you do and you make a great play, yeah, go ahead. Go right ahead. It's, it's, it just seems like it's one step forward and two steps backwards at the NFL. Then then that that becomes an issue. Which, mm-hmm. what, what you just said becomes an issue because then they won't be calling the game fair from the beginning to the end. They have to call it from fair from the beginning to the end. No matter, right. you know, if a team's down 30 and this guy's celebrating, you know, that's taunting, you throw the flag. If it's a close game and the guy's dancing, you don't throw the flag because it's a close game. You have to be consistent across the board. And hopefully yeah. they figure out what the fuck 
they define exactly what they want to consider taunting. Right. And that'd be great for everybody. Players, coaches, us, the fans. Because this is going to come... I'm telling you right now. My biggest fear is this is going to come back to haunt somebody. It's going to haunt somebody. And I'm sure if a running back uh, gets like 20 yards and they mm-hmm. get in, does he keep... I'm not sure how... To, I, I follow football. I've watched football forever, but I've never really paid attention because I don't think I've ever had the chance to sit down and be like, okay, my running back got 20 yards there, but there was a taunting penalty, so that's moves it back 15 yards. Does my running back keep those 20? No, right? I, th- I think he does because it's, it's, it's an after the um, play foul. Yeah. Okay. So, so what's to say if he gets the first down at 10 yards, but then it's a taunting penalty, it's still first and 10, but it, it would go back 15. It, it moves back. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I'm almost certain he gets the yards. Not exactly a full expert on that. For, for, for the record, <laughs> one out there, me and Trey are not experts. Oh, on this. Definitely not. Definitely not. Yeah. We're um, kind of guessing here. Guys, <laughs> I love fantasy football a lot. <laughs> right. Uh, we love football, but we're not perfect on that. Yeah, I hope the NFL doesn't ruin, ruin uh, this season with this bullshit. Uh, that's what I'm afraid of. Prove me wrong. We'll we'll see. We'll we shall see. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's get into some hard knocks. Uh, Dallas Cowboys yeah. and Dak Prescott. Yeah. I don't watch. I don't watch this because I can't watch it. So I'm gonna throw it to you. Right. So not really too many revelations. Came out of Hard Knocks. One big one, though, and we could tie this into Dak a little bit, is apparently he didn't have one surgery, Dak. He had two. There was actually two surgeries he had to have to correct his his um his injury from last season. And well, he was he he then got back onto the field for a little while. And as we all know, he had that shoulder, the shoulder problem, yeah. um, which he got two MRIs, and the Cowboys brushed it off like it was nothing. But we all know in this day and age in Twitter, you can't do that because everyone overreacts to like the nth degree, and so did we. Like we were wondering, oh, this isn't exactly good. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's that, not include me in this one. Okay. <laughs> but, I don't know, we both did a little. We a both were not good, you know. A yeah, bit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. A little bit. But no, but it turns out he's okay. And he might even get back onto the field this week. I doubt he'll get any preseason time. I really doubt it. Yeah, he's not seeing think... the field. He's not seeing the field. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. So, the other big revelation, and this is weird, is that apparently Jerry Jones 
puts a ton of salt on his McGriddles. Did you say Jeremy Jones? Jerry Jones. Okay. <laughs> yeah. He puts a ton of salt on his McGriddles. This is this is this is the material Harnox is offering this season. Yes, this is. And they were doing, and of course it was Dak and um, Zeke's birthday, and they gave him gifts and stuff oh, like that. Jesus Christ! All right, can we get past this topic? Yes, we can. Uh, this is this has Jimmy, been your weekly Harnox um discussion. Uh, one one thing, one thing, Jerry Jones, you don't need to put salt on fucking McGriddle. You don't. No, you just you don't. don't. You just right. don't. That that idea is bad, especially because then you remember blood pressure goes through the roof. <laughs> and yet, but but then again, he's eighty. What the fuck does he care? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I'm eighty. I don't give a shit. Yeah, fuck this shit. Exactly. He, he probably he probably doesn't eat this shit all the time. Yeah. Who knows? Um, next up, you wanted to get into the preseason week one. I didn't watch a single. Actually, that's a lie. I watched one snap, and that was the snap of the. Uh, actually, no, I watched a few snaps, but yeah, I was. Yeah. I didn't. Really, I don't really pay attention to preseason because one, I work every day. The games are on, and two, I when I get home, I'm just tired. I don't want to watch the highlights, so I just. Yeah. So once again, I'm going to shoot this towards you. <laughs> uh, your takeaways from preseason week one. Well, okay, a cu- cu- couple of things. Um, a lot of this is going to be quarterback-based. Um, and we already discussed one thing, and that was the no-fun league and that stupid taunting penalty. Um, but, like, people, I think, were a little bit overreacting on Justin Fields. Like, look, he looked good. But it was against the B the B Dolphin defense team. So let's not overreact too much, Bears. He looked good, but let's not overreact. Let's LeBron also bring his James. <laughs> LeBron James. Yeah. Which also brings me to point number two in the overreactions, and that's Zach Wilson. Now, like before before even he took a snap, Zach Wilson. Jet fans were overreacting and be like, oh, my gosh, we made a big mistake. We should have taken Fields over Wilson. Relax. Zach Wilson looked pretty good. I get it. It's against the B-Line Giants, but he looked serviceable in this game. He made some good throws, so let's not overreact here also. And that would also go to a Trey Lance. Trey Lance also looked pretty good. He had that every, everyone's gaga googling over here over that eighty yard bomb that he threw. Oh, uh, uh, it was beautiful. Oh, it oh, was my, great. Oh my god, that thing was beautiful. Oh, what's the, that all react though? The strength on that. Oh man, I was I was going Google Gaga over that shit. Okay. Now there was one concern though. You kind of touched on it. While most of the Giant players did sit, the offensive line did not sit for in this first preseason game. The and Giants? they kind of yeah, the Giants full on, and they kind of got destroyed again. And this they, is a problem. They they're not they they need depth. Like yeah, every, everybody knows what the Giants' offensive line is. They they're gonna need 
you know, guys to think they're gonna have to find the right chemistry, the right, the right fit, the right type of guys to put in there, and it's gonna be a struggle. Yeah, and they better so, find it soon because, any, well, any any of you got any of you Twitter heads out there who try to blame Daniel Jones. If this happens again to him, I don't. I don't want to hear it, cause I no. will come. Out, I will. I will come after all you, all you. <laughs> no, this offensive line's a problem. It's been a problem for years. We all know that with the Giants. Yep. And they keep trying to fix it, but I mean, look, we know what the Giant, who the Giants' week one opponent is, the Denver Broncos. Yeah. You mean to tell me that Von Miller is not going to have a field day with this? And Bradley Chubb. And Bradley Chubb? I mean, yikes. Yeah. But don't, but don't worry, because like, like Trey said, I'm sure everyone typing on that Twitter over there will be, will be blaming Daniel Jones over and over and over again. <sighs> it's going to be a long season. Yeah, you know, you know that's gonna happen, Troy. Seventeen weeks. Mm-hmm. All right. Um. Yeah, that's basically that, what, what what I saw in week one. Now remember, this is the week you need to pay attention a little bit more, because this is like the dry rehearsal week. Because remember, we only have three preseason games, so this is the week where people are gonna really start showing you things. Oh, and one other small little thing: Jordan Love is fine. Um, he'll he'll be fine for week for preseason week two. It sounds like, so it wasn't too serious there. It wasn't too serious. You better hope he doesn't get fucking injured. Because uh, if Rogers gets injured, you guys are fucked. Yeah, I know. All right, that brings the end to. I think that was. I want to call that. A, I want to make that a new segment. I'm gonna call it JB's. Fuck was I gonna call it? I had a name for it too. Oh crap! <laughs> JB's weekly gems. Oh, I like that. JB's weekly gems. We're gonna start off the show with JB's weekly gems. I like there that. We, there we go. That's how we're going to start the show. JB's Weekly Gems. That was the end of JB's Weekly Gems. And now we get into the entree of the podcast. The NFC West. Your breakdown is next. Let's go. Let's start with the team that finished... Obviously, in last place, ah. the 49ers. Injury-riddled 49ers. Mm-hmm. And we already discussed one thing here. And, well, the, one of the biggest questions for the 49ers is going to be the quarterback position. Like, how long is Garoppolo going to be the quarterback? That the depends. It really depends. I don't know. 
I don't know. If, if they start off very, very slow, and by week seven... I think we'd even be sooner than that. Maybe week six, week five? That's another thing. I think we're closer to like five, four. I mean, let's see. Let's take a look here. Let's take a look at how bad this is going to be. For the 49ers. Okay. Well, they have a pretty easy... It's It's not too bad looking. Yeah, the first two weeks aren't too bad. Well, the first three weeks aren't too bad. But I forgot. Sorry. The Packers' defense is still Swiss cheese. I forgot because Kevin King's still on it. Just throw to Kevin King. Just keep throwing to Kevin King. Trust me. You're, you're going to do well if you do that. Then you get the Seahawks, the Cardinals, who are not terrible on defense. Well, we'll the get Colts. to them next. Yeah, we'll get to them. The Bears. Cards, yeah, they don't. They don't have a bad schedule. I love their schedule. I love yeah. their schedule. Actually, if they could yeah. stay healthy, if they could just stay yeah. healthy, that's the that's probably the biggest problem with the forty. See, you just said the big problem. That is the biggest problem. Right. They're I, running backs. Three of the last four years, their health has been well, bad. And when they were healthy. Super Bowl. I mean, their running backs are good as long as, again, health. Most of it's got to stay healthy. Right. Uh, Jeff Wilson can't stay healthy. Wayne Gorman, I don't think really has ever been healthy. He just hasn't really got the chance to play until last year. Uh, They really like Trey Sermon. Uh, their rookie, I think, second round pick. They really like yeah. him, so I, I honestly expect most of to get to start off strong. Right. He, gets hurt, he gets hurt. Sermon takes over. Sermon takes over. Wayne Gorman uh, is the backup, and I expect Sermon to hold on to that job for the rest of the season. Jeff Wilson, I don't see a. He might. Come in as a third down passing down passing attack, uh, running back. But that's what I see for him. So where 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 would we think about um, um drafting Muster? Is he a running back too? I'm I'm putting him on my bench. You so so in other words, you're gonna spot star him. In other words. Yeah, I'm not I'm not I'm not putting him into my starting lineup. Yeah. I mean yeah, but God, that forty nine yeah. open opening I, schedule is very juicy. I, I get that, but when he and he's nice, but dude, he, I don't like guys that can't stay I don't want that That's feeling every, I don't want that feeling every week where I don't feel like I could depend on this guy. That's the problem. Like I want to go into a season knowing, hey, I got strong starters across the board. I'm ready mm-hmm. to go. I don't want any questions, and most of it is a question. Yeah. Every week. Yeah. You don't – I mean, he he, he can get hurt any time, and we've seen it. Yeah. Now, George Kittle, of course, I mean, this is very easy. Once upon a time, George Kittle catches ball – 
kills on defenders. The end. He's a touchdown. he's a te one. <laughs> and touchdown, like automatic. Yeah. yeah, touchdown. He's a te one. Yeah. Wide receivers for the 49ers. Debo, Debo, mm-hmm. and Brandon Ayuk. Debo Samuel yeah. and Brandon Ayuk. That's it. That's all you need. Yeah. Plug him yeah. in. I have Muhammad Sanu too, by the way. We ain't messing with Muhammad Sanu. We're plugging in Debo Samuel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty and Brandon, much. And Brandon Ayuk. That's the only right. two wide receivers for San Francisco you should be even thinking about. Exactly. No, okay. And then, of course, there's the Trey Lance thing. And I think you – I don't know where to draft him, honestly. He's draftable. He's definitely he's definitely a stash. Yeah, he's a stash. You're draft you're drafting him. Uh, most uh rosters are what sixteen. Mm-hmm. You're probably drafting him in the thirteenth round. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking somewhere between the twelfth and the fourteenth, somewhere around there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you you're not you and yeah. And if you do draft him, it's only. Because you're 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 thinking Jimmy Garoppolo is getting hurt. Because Jimmy Garoppolo is the number one starter. Right. Like, uh, Kyle Shanahan came out and said he's no he's the number one starter for us. So if you're drafting Trey Lance, you're only drafting Trey Lance because you want you you're thinking Jimmy Garoppolo is not going to stay healthy. And if, yeah, but there's one other thing that. Kyle Shanahan did say, and he did say that they're going to have some plays for Trey Lance in like the red zone area. That was interesting to me. Well, what, like quarterback sneaks and all that? Right, so certain quarterback packages. Well, that that's fine. They they, they got to right. get they got to get they got to get his feet wet. Yeah, but they, it's definitely. He's definitely intriguing. Him him coming in on packages is not going to be yeah, no. relevant at all. Early on. But like we said, could we see him in by week five, six? I don't know. Now, I like, at first I thought maybe, but now that I look at the schedule, like if Garoppolo right. healthy, there's no way they're benching Garoppolo. Big if there again. Remember that. They have to stay healthy. If he's if they, okay. If they if they stay healthy, if Jimmy Garoppolo stays healthy, mm-hmm. you're not seeing Trey Lance this year, unless it's, unless it's like the very end of the year and a and a playoff spot has been secured, or Jimmy Garoppolo has looked absolutely terrible. Yeah, like he just looks completely lost, which towards, could happen towards. Towards the tail end, that's when they'll experiment and bring in Trey Lance. Mm-hmm. And remember, freak injuries can happen in the NFL. I mean, and I feel bad for this guy. Look at Tyrod Taylor last year. Oh man, that was freak crazy. injury. Here comes um Justin Herbert. Rest is history. Yep, uh, Justin Herbert. Uh, Wally pipped. So, yeah. To our Taylor. Yeah, I mean, so to our tellers. Yeah, pretty yeah. much he widely pipped to our Taylor. Yeah, he did. You're right. 
for those that don't know, Wally, Wally Pip uh, was the guy uh, who was uh, above Lou Gehrig. I thought it was Mickey Mantle. Mickey, wait, who had, wait, who, which one? Oh, who who replaced him? First baseman. Right. Mickey Mantle, right? Lou Gehrig. It was Lou Gehrig. You were right. It was Lou Gehrig. Okay. I was just saying. Wow, and I'm a Yankee fan, and I don't know that. That's embarrassing. No, no, no. You know, no, we're stripping. We're stripping you of your Yankee fandom. You're done. You're done. You're done. Coming over to the Mets, you're done. Actually, we don't want you either. We don't want you either. Who's the worst team in baseball right now? I don't even pay attention to baseball. The Orioles, your Orioles yeah. fan, your no. Orioles fan now. Enjoy, enjoy your fandom. Uh, <laughs> you guys had Kyle Ripken. Yeah. At, at least, That's at least, right. at least you know he owns the consecutive streak, right? You know that, right? right? Yeah. All right. So, know. You, you, see, you know, you know that information about Kyle Ripken. Your Orioles yeah. fan. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> but anyway. Um, what- now, of course, the other intriguing thing with the 49ers, their defense is still very good. Are they? That 49er defense is still very good. Are they? I mean, look, they still have Bosa. They lost Robert Sala. I understand that. Now, now that's the intriguing thing. There, there you go. What, I do think- do, what do they do to replace Robert Sala? Yeah, you can give you can give another defensive player another. I mean, another defensive coach the same players, but what yeah. is he going to be able to pull out of those guys that Robert Robert Salad did? Good point. That's actually a good point. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even think of that. I'm not drafting their their. Uh, I mean, their their schedule is nice, so I might have to take a look at that. Yeah, that's, that, that's, that's why I still like the 49 defense a little bit there. Their schedule is very good. Their play, the 50 football player schedule is pretty good. Yep. It's the Titans yep. and, then, and then for the finale, it's the Houston Texans. So, I mean, yeah. If they stay healthy, then you plug them in. Yeah. All right. All right, uh, we mentioned the Arizona Cardinals. They're next oh. up on the board. Their big acquisitions were James Conner and A.J. Green. Ooh. Ooh. And on defense, J.J. Watt, Malcolm Butler, and Marcus Golden. All right. I'm going to say something here. I've been thinking come, come about on. this. Come on, Conner. Come on, James Conner fan. No, 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 no. We'll get to Conner in a little bit. Oh, you don't want to go to Conner? Okay. Oh, we'll we'll get to him in a little bit. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm so I'm starting to come around to your side on Kyle Murray. Well, what 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 side would that be? The he's not exactly a good fantasy quarterback, son. 
<laughs> keep going. Keep going. I like the way this is going. Keep going. Yeah. I've been hearing some things about Kyle Murray that are red flags. Like, he doesn't want to run as much. That's going to impact him. That's going to impact him a lot. The other problem I have here, now I get it, he has A.J. Green, and I think that A.J. Green is still going to have a pretty good season. Yep. Um, I, w- I will say that. But the I other agree. thing I'm worried about is Cliff Kingsbury, the head coach. Oh, jeez. I am very worried about Cliff Kingsbury. To you say he's worried, you've is, been worried about him for a little bit now. Yeah. And and then you also have like DeAndre Hopkins, and we don't know how true this is, saying that oh yeah, I might I might quit the NFL because of this whole vaccine thing. We don't know how true that's going to be. But that's going to be. That's gonna be interesting. When it, when it when it all comes down to it, he's gonna he's gonna play. When it all comes down to it, and money's well, involved, these guys are gonna play. Yeah, they have families. They have families yeah. to take care of. <sighs> um, but um, yeah, you 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 wanted to hear that. I know out of me with Kyle Murray. I know you want you've been waiting for it. So here it is. <laughs> well, thank you for coming over to the other side. Now watch mm-hmm. him go off. This, now watch him go off this year. Uh, quick, 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 uh, quick. Our uh, question: What do you? What's your issue with uh, Kingsbury? Or I don't know if he's just, what yeah, is. whatever. I just don't know if he's a good coach. I mean, we got to remember the Cardinals going in toward the latter part of last year. We're in a very good position to get a playoff spot. I forgot if what were they like seven and four or something like that at one point. I believe and then, so. And then they just collapsed. I mean, they went what eight seven and one? I think it was. They had that tie. I believe and missed the playoffs. I think. Let me check. NFC West. I think it was eight seven and one. They went. Give me a second. They went to national conference. They went eight and eight. Oh, they went eight and eight. Okay, I thought they had the tie. The bear. I know the Bears had a tie. That's what it was. The e the Eagles had a tie. That's what it was. Yeah. The Bears didn't have a tie. I thought they did. Nah, the Eagles had a tie. Oh right, okay. That's what the Bears said. Okay, but I know, but I know in the tiebreaker, that's how they lost out. The the Bears, the Eagles, Bears. Eagles and Bengals had a tie. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Okay, but I know that the Bears were ended up being the seventh seed over over the Cardinals, and I just don't know. I I just don't know if Cliff Kingsbury. And in the NFC West, that's not an easy division. We, we've we documented that. No, that's a knockout, dragout situation. Yeah, basically where four teams are basically vying to kill each other. 
that's that's basically what it is. Four teams basically trying to kill each other. Let's see some. Like the oh. old old school uh, AFC North. Exactly. Or even the NFC East back in the day too. The circle in the two early two thousands, yep. Exactly, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'm curious yeah. as to see what uh before we get into that, let's talk about James Conner. Oh, do we have to? Uh, he's he's currently out now because of COVID protocols, I believe. I don't know if he came yep, back yet. Correct. Not yet. Uh, and that's, 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 tough because, yeah. that's tough for him because uh, he can't get it because uh, he's had leukemia. It would probably affect him worse than anybody else. Oh, what do you think? I'm I'm not I'm not drafting him. No, I'm, I'm not drafting him either. But I will. But I will say, let's hope he gets better. But when, when we start there, and, and um, because like I said, that's just no joke. Um, COVID in in general. Um, yeah, I'm I. Okay, yeah. Here's another one. You ready? You were right about James Conner too. Okay. Boy, oh, boy. I'm, I'm just I'm, I'm just. But it's not like you're coming to me on tour, so I'm getting that one. But yeah, that's that's two on this team. Now, do we want to mention the last one? Go ahead. What's the last Again? one? The the Go last ahead. guy. Go ahead. Carson Palmer. Oh, shut it! He used to play for the Cardinals. Oh God! <sighs> Don't mess with the Cardinals, man. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Yeah, uh, I never right Palmer down, are you? I am any, right any time. I am right about these Cardinals players. Yeah, I mean, the only thing that Kyler Murray has going for him, he's got the weapons this year, so there's no excuses there. He's got Hopkins. He's got AJ Green. He's got the weapons. No excuses. No running backs, though. Yeah. James Conner injury history. Elo Smith injury history. They Chase lost, Edmonds. They lost Kenyon Drake. That's one. That's on. That's one. They need more yeah. than one. No, you're right. In, in this day and age in the NFL, you're absolutely right. You need a plethora of running backs. Yeah. Um, defense. They picked up JJ Watt, Malcolm Butler, Marcus Golden. The defense was sneaky good last year, and it's only going to get better with those pickups. If uh-huh. <laughs> once again everything comes down to injuries, yeah. And JJ Watt injury every year, pec mm-hmm. mus- pec muscle, this injury, that injury. No, you're right. J.J. Watt, I mean, great talent. Probably Hall of Fame talent. But those injuries, man. Bleacher Report uh, ranked ranked Arizona as the 14th best defense in the NFL. This year, I believe. What was that, the 14th or the 4th? 14th. 
Uh, la- last year, they were ranked 12th with points allowed. What? They were, they were ranked 13 with yards allowed. Yeah. So, yeah, hopefully that gives them a boost. Boost. The pro the pro the problem with the Cardinals is there's these three other teams called the 49ers, the Seahawks, and the Rams, and they ain't going anywhere. <laughs> Not going anywhere. Uh, yeah. Speaking speaking of one of those teams, the Rams. Their, mm. their biggest acquisition was the one Matt Matthew Stafford. They still have Woods. They still have Cup. Uh, they lost Acres for the season, but they have Dale Hansen, who's a capable backup, capable running back. Uh, they still have Tyler Higby. Uh, Gerald Everett is now gone, so Tyler Higby doesn't have to share uh, targets to share with Gerald Everett. So, where do we start? Let's start with Matt Stafford. I, in my opinion, this guy is going to go. Crazy this year. He, I agree, and I'm gonna say this. He's gonna be my early pick for MVP this year. I could also see that. I am that high on Matthew Stafford this year. I mean, and here's the thing with Matthew Stafford. Even in Detroit, he still was a model of consistency in fantasy football. Like, he, he would get you good fantasy stats every single week. Like, he, he'd at least be good for around 20. At the least. Like, you could just pull him in and go. And now that he's moved on to the Rams with this team, with this with, dynamic offense. With Cup, Woods, mm-hmm. Higby. Dale Henderson, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna go crazy. Yeah. Uh, last year with the Lions, he had four thousand and eighty-four yards, twenty-six TDs, ten interceptions. He, he played, was also hurt. He he played. No, he 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 played in all. He played. Well, if he was hurt, he still played in all the games. Yeah. He, he did started, get hurt a couple of games, yeah. He started, he started here, but I know he's hurt. He started every single game last year. You know, this also brings up another point of something I read today. Now that we have 17 games, do we think a quarterback's going to get 6,000 yards? Nah. It's tough. It's tough, but Stafford could do it. Six thousand. Six thousand. Let me see. Give me a second. Stafford could. Stafford could do it. Six thousand, though. Yeah. Um. Let me see. Seventeen more seat. Seventeen. Seventeen weeks. Mm Hmm. Uh. Let me see. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look at a yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. It's doable. Uh, they would have to have uh, a Peyton Manning season like he did in 2013. That's what I'm thinking. Where he threw for 5,477 yards. I'm thinking that's doable. But 
I don't see that with Stafford though. He's, I mean, he's, never, he's never thrown for five thousand yards. But then again, he was yeah. on. The, but then he that, did have Calvin Johnson. He had Calvin Johnson. Right, but he, he other than Calvin Johnson, he really didn't have that many good wide receivers. This is true. Now he's got two. Marvin Jones, maybe if you want to make that argument. And he he's not he's not Woods or Cup. Yeah, no, 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 no. He's not Woods or Cup. I mean, of course. Um, what do you call it? Um, Calvin Johnson is them, if not better. Let's be honest. Calvin Man. Johnson was one of the best wide receivers. His highest uh, yards sure. was, yeah. was four thousand nine hundred and sixty-seven yards. And that was in 2012. I'm just saying he's kind of he's kind of hovered around 4,300, 4,400 yards a couple of seasons. Last year he didn't touch 4,100. Uh, the year before, I believe he only played eight games the year before that. Mm. He had he had 2,500 yards. It's gonna be tough. He, he's been declining in yardage. Mm. Yeah, but really, oh, you got to the Lions teams were terrible. His best, his best year was 2011. Sorry, he had 5,038 yards. Mm-hmm. But you got to remember, those Lions teams the last few years have been just absolute ass. This is true. So you figure uh, if he throws, like he does what Peyton Manning did, like he, let's say he yeah. ties that record, he would have to get. 35 yards more a game. That's plausible. It, it's, it is, but uh, those years that Payne Manning those years Payne Manning had were that year was fucking phenomenal. So I'm looking at Payne Manning's uh, record year here and listen to these numbers, JB. All right. Uh, passing. This is all passing yardage. Yardage: four hundred forty-five, three hundred seven, Two hundred seventy-seven, three hundred ninety-seven, three hundred thirty-four. Now so most, there, was, there was one, two, three. It was three four hundred uh, yard games in there. Do you think Matt 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 Stafford has that in him? Well, let's take a well, let's, let's think about it here. Let's think about it in this retrospective. Um, I got the um the Ram schedule right here, um, in front of me. So they they're home for the Bears in their opener on Sunday night at Colts. Okay. Ooh. Home for Bucks. Oof. Um, home for Cardinals. Okay. At Seahawks. Which we'll get to them in a little bit later. Their defense isn't as, as good as it was. Remember that. At Giants, home for the Lions. So you know that that's a four hundred yard game. Okay. He's gonna, right put four, he's gonna put a four fifty on their asses. I put a five hundred. Let's be honest. <laughs> At, speaking of putting a five hundred, 
at the Texans. Okay. Sorry, Texans fans, once again, we I told you every week we're gonna have we're gonna get a dig on them. Um home for the Titans at the 49ers at the Packers. I've already told you the Packers defense. Okay. Home for the Jaguars. Okay. At Cardinals. Home for Seahawks. At Vikings. At Ravens. Ending at home with the 49ers. Is it possible? Yes. Nah. There's at least two 400-yard games there. There's at least two. Well, okay, we're talking 400-yard games, yeah. Five, six thousand yards. Well, let's think about it this way. Let's think about it this way. Now with this schedule, he ain't getting six thousand yards with that. He's schedule. gonna get. Five, I think he's getting five thousand. He's gonna get I think five thousand. Five thousand is definitely on the table. He might get forty-five hundred. Just to let, just for the audience to know, to get to six thousand, you basically have to throw about three hundred and fifty-three yards a game. Yeah. To get 5,000? Two ninety-four. You mean to tell me he can't get 294 for 5,000? Uh, I think he can. I think he definitely can. That's what. Uh, how many a quarter is that? 294, 73, 73 yards passing a quarter. It's going to be fucking tough, dude. 68. Because four times 73 is 292. He's going to have to throw 73 and a half yards. I think it's doable. I really know. Looking at that schedule, six thousand though. Okay, six thousand might be a little tough. <laughs> six thousand is gonna be tough. Five five thousand is doable. Right, I'll give you five thousand. I the bot the bottom line, even with, you know me and Trey have been rambling over. The bottom line is this: go get Matthew Stafford. That's yeah, what we're sure. trying to tell you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the main fucking point. Here, yeah, here the main the main fucking points are these. Go get Matthew Stafford. He is probably one the, the, in the top three in quarterbacks this year in fantasy. Go get uh, yourself up and go get yourself Robert Woods. There. Plug him in. Plug him in. Plug him in and enjoy. Tyler Higby as well. Sneaky. Tyler Higby too. Yes. Daryl um, Henderson too. Yeah. Especially when the um the Rams play the Lions, where they will probably, like I said, they're going to run up the score there because Matthew Stafford wants to kick their fucking ass. It's not a revenge game for him, though. I mean, people would consider it a revenge game, but yeah. I mean, they, they didn't do him any favors, but it didn't like, it's not like it yeah. ended poorly with them. No, 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 no. It's not the fact that it ended poorly. It's the fact that they probably, they wasted a lot of his years. And he wants he probably wants to show. See, I think they should get away with. They should stop the franchise quarterback vote. The franchise, the franchise, the franchising players. Like they should stop yeah. that bullshit. You should. Yeah. Okay, you, 
You want to do it one year, fine, but you can't do it two or three years. You can't. Yeah. All, All right. right. Um, final, final, final team. The Seahawks. Mm. I didn't see any big moves the Seahawks did. Uh, mm. They gave your boy Tyler Lockett a contract extension. Uh, they re-signed Chris Carson. They signed uh, who I, who I mentioned before, Gerald Everett, who was on the Rams. He left. Uh, they signed Gerald Everett. They released Josh Gordon. Uh, they didn't do shit this offseason. Let me just take a look here. They haven't done anything this offseason. Not really. They didn't they... do anything. Yeah. What did they do? They didn't do a damn thing. They gave Lockett a contract extension. They re-signed Chris Carson. What else did they do? Yeah, that's basically what they did. You kind of hit it on the head. I mean... I, I don't think they had a first-round pick. I don't think so. They didn't have a first-round pick. Their first pick was 56. They drafted yeah. Dwayne Estridge from Western Michigan, wide receiver. It was on the pop list, by the way. And the next pick was round four. And yeah. then round six, they had three picks. They didn't do yeah. shit That's in this offense. No, you're, you're right. And this is and this is my – well, I mean, look, Russell Wilson still is a good quarterback. I mean, what, 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 we will say, I, I will say that. D, D, DK Metcalf is, well, I mean, yeah, out he's of, still terrified. Out, out of this world. Right. He's still – Terrifies defenses. Fine. After that, Chris Carson's okay, uh, and we all know my history with um my favorite guy, Tyler Lockett. And I'm gonna warn everyone out there about Tyler Lockett. And if you listen, you know my take on this. Tyler Lockett will either get you. 15, or like two. And there's no middle ground. There is no middle ground here. It doesn't help anybody. Right. Which and, 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 and even when you think, oh, yeah, this is a good week for him. He's playing one of the worst defenses. He still gets two. You're breaking up like speaking, Oh, okay. Well, I'm saying with Tyler Lockett, even when you think, yeah, he's playing a good defense, he'll still end up getting you two points. And believe me, this is from experience. This is why I never, I've never drafted him. Mm-hmm. And I, don't, I don't trust him. I don't trust Russell Wilson. Yeah, I agree with you, Russell Wilson. I, I avoid I can't trust a quarterback that one one week throws three hundred and thirty yards and then gives me two hundred yards next week. Or yeah. barely or barely two hundred yards next week. I can't I can't I don't I don't need that inconsistency in my life. No, you're you're absolutely right. And I mean we kinda even saw at the end of last year. That tail the tail end of last year, I mean the Seahawks look bad, like everywhere bad. 
Russell Wilson didn't look great. That whole offense didn't look great at all. In the playoff game, forget about it. Inconsistent. Now, the one thing I will say, and I, we really haven't brought this up much, probably should have brought this up with the Chiefs too, is that home crowd for the Seahawks does matter. It does matter. And with fans being able to come back into the stands, that's going to impact the Seahawks a little bit in a good way. Well, ho- hopefully it does because I don't. I don't like picking. I don't like picking up their players, except for DJ, except for uh, Metcalf. Yep, and uh, I like Metcalf, and maybe Chris Carson if he stays healthy. And I and I can make a case for Carson. Yeah, yeah. All right, I I'm going to avoid Tyler Lockett this year. No, I'm not doing that again. Yeah, D- DK Metcalf, you definitely take a look at. Uh, yes. Russell, Wilson, Russell Wilson for maybe half the season, uh, but yeah. you get make sure you get a good backup quarterback. Oh yeah, um, yeah, that's about it. I didn't find much with this team. They did nothing. They did nothing yeah. to entice me to talk about them. Right. And, no, and you're right. Sad. And that's sad. That's sad. And again, and I I know we harped on this earlier. In a loaded NFC West like this, this could be the tipping point for them this year. Yeah. Yeah. All right. The teams are uh, coming, yeah. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. That is the end, right? That's what we're done? Yeah. That is the we're, NFC West breakdown. We have which one leaves more us with two. We have one more topic. Uh, well, well how know. about this first? Which leaves us with two to go. And it's both our divisions. Which one do you want to do first? Next week. I think we I think we'll do mine first. Because I think Why the NFC know? East is, is more intriguing. This is true. This is true. I really do. I think we do the North next week. NFC and then we do North. the NFC. Yeah. Right. NFC North next week. All right. We have one more. Topic. I don't know what the hell right. this topic is because it's a mystery <laughs> topic. Yep. So, yep. Okay. Hit me. Hit me. Right. What is so, it? All righty. So, you know, the last few weeks, like the last couple of weeks, we've been doing a bunch of negative ending topics. I want to do something a little Wait. different here. I'm, I'm... Well, last week we talked about Bobby Bowden. Not, if you not, recall. 30 seconds. Yeah, but still. I, I, but think we little, it, I think we sprinkled in something healthy, something happy. Yeah. Well, this is gonna. Well, this is more interesting and kind of thought thought thinking. So I was I was actually doing some thinking a couple of days ago, and it got me thinking. How did how did we become fans of our particular team? Like, what was the one moment back when we were kids that made us become fans of our teams? And for oh, I me, I I, I I know mine. It was Thanksgiving 1994. I was actually at one of my um, my Nana's house here. And I remember watching on a TV the Green Bay Packers playing the Dallas Cowboys. 
And I just remember watching this, the Green Bay Packers, and I was like, wow, this team's really good. Now, yeah, Brett Favre may or may not have something to do with this. Um, but I was like, wow, I'm, I really like this Packer team. And even though they lost that game, I believe it was 44-35, I think, or something like that. Um, I was just in love with the Packers, and I basically was a fan of theirs ever since. And that's basically the story of how I became a Packer fan myself. Alright, I'll go next. Um, mm-hmm. Well, obviously I'll go next. There ain't nobody else here. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I wasn't a Giants fan initially. And probably going to get killed by Giants fans out there. But I wasn't a Giants fan initially. Want to take a guess what team I was a fan of? Please not the Cowboys. I was a Cowboys fan. Oh, Jesus, Troy. <laughs> I was initially a Cowboys fan. I loved Michael Irvin, Emmett Smith, Troy Aikman, Larry Allen, uh, Dion. Maybe not Dion at the time. Um, uh, Steve Novich. No, no, Jay Novacek. Uh, who else? I don't know. Maybe there was some other people. But yeah, I was a Cowboys fan at first. Uh, I, I figured, I, I felt so warm because I was in New York and I was rooting for the Cowboys. The Cowboys were on every Sunday. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Every Sunday that back then. That's all I was watching was Cowboy games. And then eventually it became, okay, I have to root for a team that's local. I have to. So my favorite color is blue. So I was like, <laughs> that's a green. I don't like the way they look. The Giants are blue. I chose the Giants basically because their color and also, it came down to a Monday night game one night. One, like I was, I wasn't big into football at this time, but I remember opening up the paper, the newspaper, and seeing Giants Cowboys Monday night. And um, I figured, okay, it comes down to that game. Whoever wins that game, I'm a fan of. And hmm. I'm probably gonna choose the Giants anyway. But I think the Giants won that Monday night game. And I was like, Giants. And I, I was hooked ever since. And then I eventually hated, started hating the Cowboys because uh, there was a play on Monday night. It might, I think it was maybe two years later. On Monday night, mm-hmm. Emmett Smith is running down the field and he puts up the deuces. Oh, yeah. Or, or he waves. He waves mm-hmm. to the Giants. As, as he's running into the end zone, pissed me off, and I've hated the uh-huh. Cowboys ever since. <laughs> uh, yeah. I also remember I also remember another Monday night game in general, you and me, and that was um, that Jets Dolphins Monday night game. Yep. The, the one, the one where the Dolphins were winning big, and then the Jets came back and won it in overtime. 
And then you and me were talking about it in school the next day for like all day. I don't remember that game. Yeah, it was I... Jets Dolphins. Wait, the Dolphins wait, was, that the, was that the Jumbo Elliott game? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did I? I don't remember. Did I watch that? I don't remember watching that. I I, I remember. I went to bed thinking the Dolphins were going to win that game. I think that I think I remember talking to you about that part. You went to bed, right? And then I turned on Sports Center the next morning because Sports Center was a big deal then. Oh, six o'clock! I, yeah. I woke up. I woke up at six o'clock to fucking watch was, Sports Center, and I was just like, "You got to be kidding me!" Yeah. Yep. So yeah, we also we could also do some Monday night memories too. I don't have many. My brain is not where it used to be. Oh, I got a good one, too. I got another good one. I'll have to go back and look at Monday night games because I don't know shit. I got another good one, but, I'll, but I could save that. Well, I, I think I kind of discussed it. That was the Brett Favre game. Oh, about where his father? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where that's, I needed 48 fantasy points. That's, that's a big one. Yeah. All right. We're all, we're we're done here. Mm-hmm. NFC North next week. Please, no more Deshaun Watson talk next week. <laughs> if, there, if there is, we're gonna spend like two minutes on it. Yeah, seriously. Because I'm I'm fed up with Deshaun Me Watson. Too. Me too. All right, this has been another episode of Fantasy Football X Factor. I'm your host Trey. And I'm JB. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Peace. Peace. See you later.